So. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Worst Take. Uh, this is our second time recording this. We tried to do it yesterday, but then my headphones had uh, some issues, and there was a lot of problems with the audio, so that file just got deleted. So we are back again, and hopefully this time goes better. Joined by Victor once again. Yo, what's up, guys? Yeah, we're just going to go through the week one results and make our week two predictions. So, getting right into it, the first game of the week is LBT versus the Capillaries. We had a split here, which was kind of a surprising result, in my opinion. Uh, LBT losing the first game to but by only one cap, and then winning thicket 8-4, to four, so pretty pretty strong second game from there, but Capillary is showing that they aren't that bad. Like, they're not bottom tier, no chance of doing anything, like some people, including myself, thought they would be. Uh, no one on that team had a great statistical week, just looking at, like, the leaders and stuff, but that that they got the job done. They got got a split against one of the better teams and a very strong result for them. We saw the defense for LBT play pretty well. Big bad ball, El Sacco first and force and prevent and big bad ball force and return. So pretty strong showing from that defense. I know that I had a lot of questions about how good that defense would be. So Maybe it is that offense that needs to pick up the pace in order for them to start to get some sweeps in. But very surprising result, in my opinion. Definitely not one that I expected. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't remember what our predictions were last week, but. I think we thought they were going to be pretty even, and it turns out they were. It was a pretty close matchup here. Um, I obviously kept it close than the first game, so you know. But um, I think in the second game, which is take a more mechanical map, LBT had that. Their players all are really good mechanically, so they took advantage of that and were able to uh play pretty well and have a pretty good lead to uh take the win in game two here so uh it's good to see the defense is actually panning out um when a lot of people didn't the offense i mean they're producing enough probably not the best but you know they might start off slow but i think this team will get better as the season goes and if they keep it up they should they could end up as a top four team and surprise a lot of people Maybe even make a deep run, but it's too early to tell. Capriliers took the split here, so I wouldn't, they wouldn't, they shouldn't be too worried about it. Maybe statistically, like Jarvis said, they didn't do good, but if they got the win, they got it. But um, yeah, we'll see how they keep doing. All right, next game is. 80 Degrees versus Lead the People. 80 Degrees getting the sweep here. Um, 12 to 5 on Audacity, which is pretty high scoring for that map. And barely sneaking out with a 5 to 4 win on Thicket 2. Uh, 
We the People Missing Rig ended up playing with Prow Prow and as homie's uh partner and I mean I, I didn't watch any of these games but just looking at the stats Prow didn't have that good of a week. Twenties and prevent not even on the leaderboard for returns, which is not ideal for someone for someone playing defense in a ten team league, but maybe they'll need to well, I think they've rigged back this week, but in the r- weeks r- that rig can't make in the future, may need to call up GOAT and give him a chance. But we saw a very strong performance from 80 degrees, especially in the someday. Finishing first in hold, fifth in caps, tied with Big Brother, fifth and sixth, both with uh, seven caps each. Big Brother also finishing fourth in hold, so. Looks like the offense went off when they were able to get out against one of the best individual players in the league in Homie. And the defense, which was definitely the weaker part of that team, showed up pretty big. Butter and uh, Chucky finishing second and third in prevent and not as high in returns, but when you put up a lot of prevent, then naturally your return numbers fall down also, so... Very strong start for the um, 80 Degrees team. They looked very scary, and maybe the problem for We The People is just not having Rig and Prow not being good enough for A-team, so we'll see how they perform with their full lineup. Looks like their offense didn't have that good of a week either. Yeah, only 16th in caps, 18th in holds, so they're definitely going to be looking for more production there, but... Still early in the season, and I'm not really concerned about a team that did so well when they played together the last time. Um, I mean, I don't know. Both teams look like solid on paper. Um, except maybe a little. We were a little doubtful, I guess, of the. Um, 80 degrees, but I think they would have been fine. Uh, but turns out they actually did really good. Kept the flag in base a lot. So there's that. And then the offense, obviously, really doing really well holding and capping wise. So these, I think these guys already just have really good chemistry. And if not, then uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but so far they look good. So they have good chemistry. And They'll just get better from here on out. Definitely already proved that they're a top team. Uh, I mean, it's too early to definitely say they'll end up as a top team, but so far, you know, they've shown it. Um, so I played by them. Big Brother having a good uh, A-team week, uh, having a good debut here. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we the people, you know, have missing break probably. Uh, messed them up a little bit chemistry wise or maybe something was wrong because they just weren't playing as well as they normally did and I don't know if it was like just an off night for them they also played on Dallas so they got spearballed a bit homie uh yeah but I think they didn't all right but you know that's probably just a server and then missing rig but it should be fine um but yeah we'll see how it goes Alright, next up is Manipulation Station versus Young Hotties. Two very close games, but 
manipulation station, getting the three pair, four to three on Audacity, and then ten to eight on Thicket. We were both wrong last week predicting the A team offense. It ended up being A Dog and Gilly Ball active playing B team, potentially due to internet issues, according to Vic when we recorded this yesterday. So, will that be their A team offense the entire time? We don't know, but if it is, it's a really good one. Gilly Ball finishing third in caps and a little lower on the hold leaderboard, but. I mean, whatever it takes to get the to win the wins is what you got to do, and they did execute very well. I know I had some questions about uh, how good some of these players would be, particularly Dingbat and A Dog, but both of them had good support weeks, and it also helps when Potato Chip finishes first in returns, seventh in prevent. He absolutely dominated, and then on the other side. Young Hotties had some issues, uh, particularly game two, half one. They lost eight to three on Thicket, which I mean, <laughs> Thicket's a fast paced map, so maybe it was just them having not a good game. But looks like we had Real Duck moving to defense right at the end, um, and that did seem to help as they took game two, half two. 5-2, to two. still not enough to win, like, the overall match, but still an improvement there. And then just an error loss on Audacity. Two very close games, so if I'm Young Hotties, I'm not really concerned. They have a lot of options with who they can have their lineups. Like, they have Joe Hobo and Tinder on B-team, and they could easily move either of those players to A team and now it's going to be there's been a trade which is now on the trade um confirmed trades tab of the info hub so we can we can leak it now it's mystical and hibana for real duck and swiss so it looks it, i think mystical's going to end up playing B team and they're going to put uh I don't know, I was, Graham told me what their lineup was going to be, but I don't, I don't remember. Isn't, is it probably Vigil and uh, Nago on defense and then Mike Trout, Jason could on be. offense? That, that could be the case. I'm, I'm not sure, but. Yeah. Definitely a lot of options there and losing two very narrow games. No, no concern for me with that team yet. There's, I ranked them second. I still think they'll be very good. Um, yeah, um, I watched this game back. Actually, I watched, like, the Thicket game, and then I watched the uh, back for Audacity. And Nips were actually getting out a lot, and I think they were keeping the flag in base a good amount of times. But then, uh, I think they were just sometimes, uh, have some mistakes that cost them caps at times. Or they didn't, um... They uh misused the pups. You know what I mean? Like they got the pups, but they didn't like use them efficiently. If you know what I mean. Which is I think a a, a thing that teams normally uh struggle on, at least in the first week. 
And so, yeah, but they still dominated overall. You know, uh, the offense definitely doing a lot. And the defense, too. Lovesick locking it down. And Dingbat as his uh, support did really well next to him. So just upside from here for the Nips. Never underestimate them, obviously. And I think this team is going to have a great season if they keep it up. And, oh, one other thing is Peter Blood, the weekend pups so far. But I think by a lot. So, yeah. Um, who's the team he won against? Young Hotties. Oh, Young Hotties. Yeah. Um, they were, I don't know. I think it was more of an offensive problem for most of the night. Because real luck and this one just couldn't really get out at all. And because uh, the defense was locking it down with Mike Trout and Naga, so they did well. And then eventually, uh, I think they also lost Pups by a good amount. I don't remember well. I think they did, though. And um, on Thicket, uh, it was a more mechanical map. So, like, it was, like, you know, just a lot of jukes and shit. But. They're still losing pubs, so that hurt them. And then the second half, they switched real duck to defense in Mike Trout. So I guess Mike Trout knew how to play more offense than real duck did, at least for like nowadays with the new meta. So it worked out, but uh, it wasn't enough to uh, get them to win. So yeah, um, I don't know. I think, though, that Naga and Vigil probably will be the defense. They already got the chemistry. They did really well. And then have Mike Trout and Jace on offense and see how it goes that week. Yeah, if, if that ends up yeah. happening, I am not. I don't really like that. I don't think Vigil's good enough for a team, but we'll see. I mean, they play tonight, so our, our, our questions will be answered very quickly. Next up is Bohemian Cafe versus Puppet Capsters. Puppet Capsters getting the sweep, kind of getting a one win in overtime and one regular win, taking Audacity 7-8 to eight in overtime, but then dominating on the Sicket, winning by 9 caps, 7-16 to 16 total. So that's, even for a pretty quick map like Sicket, that's a pretty big uh, margin of victory there. So it is worth noting that uh, Bohemian Cassidy played Poet and Perpetualist on D, and Nippopotamus moved to the B team. Not something I agree with. I don't know if Rick will feel motivation to to change up that lineup after this week's result, but if I was him, I'd personally move Nipple up to A and Poet back down to B team. You can't you can't give up sixteen caps in. Even on Sicket, that's just that's just like a lot. Um, and on the other side of things, Puppet Capsters showing they are the real deal. Uh, you had Unit on one top six on prevent and returns. Con Man not too far behind, so it looks like that defense is working out pretty well. And then their offense of Fwang, Slash Renegade, and PK having a very strong week, finishing first and second in the caps. A lot of it due to that uh, game two, half two, well, really all of game two on Thicket, where they, where the team got 16 caps in total, but definitely a very, very strong offense. 
probably stronger than I had anticipated. We've scrimmed these guys a few times, and the row has been definitely better than my preseason rankings would have originally estimated them to be, so... Looking like a very scary team to play through a, throughout the season, and I expect them to finish at least in in the Foci Four when when it all ends. So yeah, and then Bohemian Capsi, I already talked about them, but I just wanted to say that our expectations of them not having enough firepower kind of. Kind of were shown here. They can't. They didn't win the shootout on Thicket, and Audacity was kind of a shootout. Eight to seven is pretty high scoring for that map, and they didn't get the win there either. Albeit it was an overtime loss. So, yeah, not much. That not that much unexpected. I would say from this result, maybe I. I mean, I wouldn't have thought they would lose by nine on Thicket, but. Two, two, two teams that will be inter- interesting to watch, for sure, through as the season progresses. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a, a rough look for BCC. But, you know, but um, I don't know. Props to comment, though. Drafting well, so, you know, he got a good team. That worked out. Um. I really don't know what was the issue actually for this for the um this team because the first half was the first game was close so I don't know if it was pups or stuff like that you know cost them but uh you know puppet captures are their team so they took that one and then stick it I guess maybe uh. Conman and Unit worked well together until they began playing. Maybe even BCC tilted after the first half, after maybe like a cap train going on or something. So then they just like their morale and mentality was just breaking down and they just like started uh, not playing well. Maybe I'm really not sure. So because I don't think this big of a blowout happens unless like you just start tilting or you know the morale is down and it just goes downhill from there. So, uh, maybe we'll see a lineup change this coming week for BCC of a, a puppy captures dominating. So, uh, they're definitely a top contender if they uh keep this up for the rest of the season. But yeah, we'll see what BCC does, and um, you know, hopefully they fix it soon. Alright, and the last game is my team versus your team. Uh, my team getting the sweep, winning by a pretty safe margin of three caps on both maps. 7-4 to four on Audacity and 11-8 to eight on Thicket. Uh, a lot of it, uh, maybe not a lot of it, but decent amount of, of the result was impacted by pup scams. Uh, I would, I don't I'm not gonna go through the numbers here if that takes too long, but if you wanna look at the tagro.eus, my team had significantly many more tag pros than your team did, so maybe that affected the results a little bit, but definitely not by uh three caps, I w I wouldn't think for either game. That 
power up luck could have swung it that much and if you guys if you guys want the tackles you gotta like get the power ups because my team absolutely destroyed your your team on total pups. Uh the the I think after the least pups on our team and he still had three more pups than Space Tiger, who had the most pups on your team, so it was a very uh, lopsided from the standpoint of power ups and then yeah, I mean, pretty much how I expected the game to go. Uh, my team, we we didn't play to light you guys up. We didn't play to like run up the score. We played to just win, play safe, not make any dumb plays. And I think the final results kind of indicate that winning by three caps on both of those maps. So very very strong start. Definitely what I had expected would happen, so I hope we can continue the same trend throughout the season, although maybe a little tougher when we play teams that aren't as bad as your team. Uh, from the standpoint of your team, you just guys didn't have enough... You didn't have a player that can make the big plays. Uh, statistically, Flacidrip was the best player, finishing second in hold and seventh in caps, but you guys just need somebody who can step up carry when it's necessary. Obviously, the biggest candidate to to do that is Space Tiger, but didn't really feel like he was that effectively like that hard to stop last week, so maybe you'll need to, to maybe trade Space Tiger or get him a new partner or something, and then your defense wasn't the best either pretty easy to get out of base on um magnitude and moon river in my opinion so yeah you guys just need a lot of play quality upgrades there's no other way to say it and also obviously getting power ups is something you will need to focus on in order to win but yeah i expect that your team misses the playoffs and my team finishes first seed because we're so good Okay, Mr. Ego. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys definitely deserve to win. You guys played well and stuff, so, you know, definitely uh, deserved it. Uh, you know, did well on pups. A little pup scam, but, I mean, like, like kind of, but not really, because, you know, if we got the pups, like you said, then, you know, then it probably would have been different uh, situation and result, so... You know, who knows, man. But, um, yeah, it was a rough week for us. Um, I mean, uh, three of the four players were just coming back from having, like, more than a season off of competitive. So we kind of got an excuse. But, um, you know, hopefully uh, next week, which they should be getting back into form. And, uh, you know, hopefully everything just goes uphill from there. Obviously, got some other stuff to work on. But. I think as the season goes on, we should be good. I still think our my team has potential to be a good team. Just got to uh, obviously patch up some stuff and uh, shake the rust off a little more, and I think we should be good. Uh, you guys um, didn't dominate, but you guys played well enough and played smart to just, you know, get pups, take your opportunities to cap, and then just play it safe once you had a good lead, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just think you guys did well, and if you guys keep this up, and obviously you guys will improve as the season goes on, you could still be a top team. 
as long as you keep it up. Uh, maybe against the stronger teams, you'll probably struggle a bit. And maybe it'll be closer, but who knows, man? We'll see. I mean, but yeah, props to your team. Yeah, against stronger teams, we'll have to play a little, maybe a little differently because against teams that aren't as good, we're just playing not to lose. We're not playing to win by like sticks. So maybe yeah. we will need to take some more risks against uh, the teams that are better, but. Well, we will discover that for sure as the season goes on. We'll have to maybe adjust our play style or maybe not. So Yeah, for sure. A lot up, up in the air for now. And our questions will be answered as the seasons go on. All right, on to B team. First game, my team versus your team. Opposite result is A team. Very annoying as Miami's captain. I felt like we should have won. Uh, more than we did, your team taking 7 out of 9 possible points, winning both Audacity games and losing Sicket 2 in overtime, almost getting the win on Sicket also, Burt Reynolds missing the straight and boost to an empty flag tile, or to an open flag tile, with like a minute left, preventing you guys from getting the sweep. But yeah, definitely, definitely um, a lot of mistakes not even that many mistakes, but, like, mistakes in key moments from my team that prevented us from uh, either stopping you guys from capping or getting a cap ourselves. Game 1, half 2, in particular, I remember we had, there was one instance where we missed straight and boost to the flag from the mid-boost. Another instance where no one left the power up to... Uh, challenge the FC who was boosting past three, and then another instance where you, your FC was past three, and then we boosted directly into a spike and you guys capped. So that's like three caps right there that are easily preventable if we just made a simple play. But that's how you win B team. You wait for the other team to make mistakes and you capitalize. And playing against a strong team like yours. With also without any bench players, by the way, my team had all eight people show up. Your team only had uh, your top five people show up. None of the bottom three coming at all. Multiple players in the hospital apparently. So I hope I hope everyone feels better on your team. But yeah, I mean, sadness teams always play well, and when you have three people on that team who have won a championship with LST. You expect them to play well, you expect them to play start smart, and you expect them to not make any mistakes, and I think that's mainly what happened. You guys were able to minimize your own errors and capitalize on my team's errors, so that caused you to win two two of those three games. So should both of our teams, I expect, to do very well, definitely make the playoffs, maybe even both of us making the Foci 4, but yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, it was um, it was definitely a close match, for sure. I'll tell you that. Uh, especially towards the last two. Yeah, the last two games were really close. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, your top four is like really strong veteran presence, so they know what they're doing. But they also play pretty well, so like, you know, they just hardly make any mistakes, and then. Our top four, like you said, three of us were in the uh, won the booper with 
uh, this franchise. And now our fourth player is coming back. Fourth or fifth player are uh, well, Fragrant was coming back after a while, but he still had he was still good. And then Burke obviously switched, but he said he was good on uh on his uh tempo last season. So yeah, um, I don't know. I just think we worked well together, me and Frag and Bird. Um, so you know that helped us get the flag out and stuff, Captain. And uh, the defense worked pretty well. What were we like top two in prevent for both Scrap and Borges? Uh, you yeah, you were. Yeah, so they definitely kept the flagging base a lot, and then Scrap third in returns with Borges, fifteenth. But you know, that's how normally pairs go. Me, Fraggle, and Burt Reynolds are top eight in hold, and then me and Fragrant Foul are top five in caps, and POV coming in fifteenth with four cap, fourth cap, uh, with four caps. So you know, we did pretty solid overall. Um, your team was actually solid too, right? Not the best statistical week, but you guys played well, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kept it close. Sucks that we couldn't get this week, we almost had it, but we missed the cap by a pixel, which is fine. And um, I mean, I think your team will just obviously get better as the season goes on, so I wouldn't really worry too much about it. And uh, we'll probably see you guys in the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Next up is Bohemian Capsity versus Puppet Capsters. Three very close wait, 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 games. One thing, one thing, one thing. What? Jarvis, guys, guys, guys. Jarvis said I was going to do bad. I wasn't going to do anything on offense. Look, I did some dank caps, some dank plays, and we, and we got the dubs, boys. Yes. Okay, sir. <laughs> uh, next game, Bohemian Capsity versus Puppet Capsters. Three very close games. Uh. Decided by three, one, and two captures. Bohemian Capsity getting the two out of three, but only five of nine points because game two was an overtime victory on Thicket. Taking uh, Audacity in game one, eight to five, Thicket, six to five in overtime, and then Public Capsters coming back for the game three victory, three to five. So, two, two very strong. Teams playing, uh, and an even result like this is kind of what I would have expected with the BCC being slightly better, but both teams showing off that their depth options are very good. Um, you would you have people like Smalley and Quib and Jelly Rat for uh, Puppet Capsters, and then from BCC, you have people like, well, I think Jer32 is a star, I don't even know. You have people like Cell, you have people like um, I'm Radical, and one other person that I'm currently forgetting, but no no, no bad players in this series, essentially. Um, I, all, all of these guys had a good week, and none of them are like constant liabilities, as some of these other late-round picks seem to be. Nipple on B over Poet probably helps them a fair bit. Although not too much, Poet dominated B-team last season, but I still think Nipple is better, so we'll see if there's a lineup change there if they end up having to play with Poet on B because Nipple gets called it to A. Don't know what's going to happen there, but nonetheless, still 
still have a lot of confidence in both of these teams, particularly BCC, and yeah, I'm, I don't know if my team plays either of these teams this season, but if we do, then it'll be a very, very tough week, because when you're playing against teams with a lot of depth, it's very hard to to win a majority of games. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, these both these teams both have really uh good rotation, so they should do good in the regular season. And their top four are mostly good too, right? Um, at least from like from my experience with these players and all, and what they've done before. So um. BCC having a strong core of Nipple, Luke Mill, and who was it, Logi? Yeah, so, you know, they definitely have a strong core there. And then Dura, I'm pretty sure, is their fourth ball. So he's, like, their second defender. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The defense is just straight-up lockdown. Like, that, that's probably one of the better better def- def- uh defenses this season so um yeah and then uh we try got the puppet captures offense to struggle a bit and then their offense of low danger isn't amazing but solid enough to you know get the job done and you know uh they played well nipple on the um beat team is kind of cracked though too um puppet capsters obviously some people switching positions or some having seasons off and stuff, so uh, probably uh, you know, just a little like hurt them a bit, but uh, they still play pretty well. Um, so yeah, I mean, BCC is just gonna get better as the season goes on. It's gonna be a top team. Puppet Capsters, uh, they had a rough first game, but I mean, they didn't play their starters while BCC did, so that's probably why they got uh kind of destroyed a bit but uh you know i think i still think puppet captures can turn it around once uh this rust is shaking off and you know like carl gets used to defense again and also yeah close games overall all right next up is young hotties versus manipulation station um Another pretty close series, or at least in the games that Young Hotties won, winning by winning both Audacity games, three to five in game one, eight to nine in game three. Manipulation Station coming to get the win uh, in game two by a score of nine to five. So active on B team, fifty corn players on B team is now normal, I guess, but. I mean, he isn't really even that overpowered. Like, he didn't even dominate very much. So I, I think that I think that's fine having him play B team. And I think that the result of this game was mostly indicated by the fact that Manipulation Station still has a lot of new players. You have Eli. You have Smoji, who's kind of new, kind of experienced. You have Dr. Firestorm, you have Zumi, who's kind of played a little bit, but he's, it seems like he's always like in and out, like he doesn't commit to a full season. I think he's only played two full seasons. And then Young Geezer, those are a bunch of new players. And on a map like Audacity, where it's very slow, 
uh, you have to stay ahead and you can't make many mistakes. People who have most mostly played in pubs are naturally just going to be worse on that map, so I think that's contributed to the fact that Manipulation Station loses both of those audacity halves and winning on Thicket, which is a more... You can more, grab Wilder, you can take boosts in crazy ways and still be fine, so I think that a more mechanical team will uh, play better on that map, and that is the result that we saw getting played out here. Um, for the young hotties, you now now have a mystical on B team, which is pretty big, and then Ivana on B team maybe, but probably not. Well, yeah, probably probably not. It'll probably be Ivana on A, like Vic said. Um. Anyways, no matter how you spin that lineup, whether it's Mystical, Cinder, Joe, or Hibana's in there, or, and you also have Deptonic as another player, Joe Hobo playing a major most minutes on defense, and doing pretty well, finishing 6th in returns, 19th in prevent, not the best, but it is B-team, wild things happen, so... Definitely two very strong teams here. I'm pretty sure I've said both all teams are pretty strong so far of the six that we've talked about, but yeah, definitely definitely two teams that will be interesting to see how they turn out. Young Hotties having a new lineup and not really sure what that exact lineup is gonna be. And then Manipulation Station having a lot of new players. We always can rely on Dusk to coach them up pretty well, so we'll see how powerful they can become, and the last thing I wanted to note is Lamatron playing 40 minutes for you know, Manipulation Station, which was a big question mark because his availability was very um rough, but he did get the 40 minutes and absolutely dominating, 9.550 gas, 7.27 D gas, playing D. It's kind of crazy, so if they can continue to get him to be able to show up, then it's a very big boost for this team, but yeah. Oh, I'm um, sorry, I forgot I was on, on uh, and my mic was still on. Um, yeah, um, I mean, the Nips... Wait, did he show up to the first game or just the second and fourth game? Um, um I don't know. Probably just the last two. Here, let me um, check real quick. Yeah. No, it does look like they... Yeah, it looks like they just had him for the... Last two games. Yeah. Yeah, alright. Well, um, you know... I mean, they still kept it close in the first game without him, so the team's definitely there, you know. Um, I mean, Adarsh, uh, I mean, the, the, the team did pretty well. Obviously, you know, with the rookies and stuff, they're obviously going to have, like, misplays and stuff happening, you know. So maybe so it was a lot more stressful and closer. Uh, but, uh... I think overall the team did pretty well. 
as you could see, especially towards the last two games, once they had like their top three, and then like one of the rookie players or depth players. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you know, right now, you know, it's too early. It just the season just starts the first week, so obviously the rookies are still gonna learn a lot. But now, from now to the end of the season, they're gonna improve a lot. So. I wouldn't give up hope on this team being a good team by the end of the season. So, uh, yeah. Um, a dog, I mean, not a dog. Um, Steez and uh, Active struggled, obviously, to get out a bit, but I think it's mostly because Active couldn't really show up to scrims and then two, he didn't warm up before the game time because he was probably busy or something. So he couldn't show up to pregame scrims. So he was a little cold. But, um, you know. I think they should be fine if they scrim if he scrims in the future a lot more. Then I think the offense is definitely one of the better ones. Uh, Lamatron uh, dominating on both sides of the field. Uh, I think the reason uh, he he got a lot of times to get caps and stuff was because I think they struggled a bit to keep the flag in base, but he uh, made up for it by coming in and capping whenever he grabbed the flag. So. Oh, there's that. Um, and, you know, I think the defense will obviously get better as the season goes on because I think he's only, like, truly ex uh, experienced defender that's played really well on B-team before on this team right now. So, yeah. Um, who was the other team? The Young Hotties. They had a good uh, – they just had a good team, solid all around. Uh, and I think they just took uh, advantage of the mistakes that Nips had. So uh, Tinder obviously dominating like he usually does, being first in tied first for caps with nine, and then first in hold. And then his partner Swiss, I guess. And uh, who's the other guy? I don't even know. Oh, Deptonic. They did pretty well together. Um, and a defense, obviously, with Frodo obviously also going on defense, top five in both prevent and return. So the defense is already looking good. The offense is pretty good as well. But, uh, you know, oh, they traded Swiss away. I forgot. So then what would be their new lineup? Frodo, OD God, and then Real Duck, Real Duck. Oh, Mystical, Tinderfella, O, and then. Frodo, OD, God, D, which is actually probably one of the best teams already on paper. For sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes for them. But uh, Nips will obviously get better as the season goes on because Dusty coached them up. So, yeah. Uh, good games, though. Pretty close. All right. Next up is 80 Degrees versus We the People. Three very close games, like a lot of these. Oh, series have been, but eighty degrees does get the clean, the queen, the clean sweep. Uh, nine to nothing on points, taking audacity in game one by a score of eight to seven, Sicket by a score of nine to eight, and then audacity game three, nine to six. So, very frustrating must have been for we the people to have very close games in all three of those uh games, but not able to get uh. A win from any of them. You saw uh, a lot of strength on the 
80s Greaves offense. Primarily, I think you had T Swift finishing first in caps on the week. Noise was pretty pretty high up there on that stat sheet. Also, had they they had some decent holds also. So, looks like a very very strong uh team from on both sides of the ball. On D they had did Button play? No, Button Button play though. Button only getting twenty minutes, kind of unfortunate. But when you have people like Trapson on, and Hell yeah, I think is there other guy. Yeah, hell yeah, traps and bought and teeth with Robney. Looks like they only had five players so up actually. Just looking at the tag pro league, uh, tag pro league teams. Maybe that's wrong, but yeah. And on the other side of things, we the people again. They're just so close, but can't get it done. Maybe looks like they had Ron Hextball play. Oh, and which is his better position. I know he said he wanted to play D in his uh, sign-up comment, but if they can, if it's true that they actually got him on O, which it looks like was the case, just looking at some of these stats, but I didn't really, I didn't watch the game, so I don't really know. He actually does have a higher D gas. And then Ogath, but he is 19th in hold, which is a very odd stat line, so not really sure what the lineup is for that team. I guess I will find out tomorrow, because my team does play this team, which we will get to eventually, but yeah, maybe maybe some defensive concerns, just looking at the score lines, that's some pretty 8-9-9 nine, nine caps in each of the games for 80 degrees, maybe... Their defense on We the People could be a little stronger, but def definitely uh, and pre pretty unclear what's going to happen with the We the People team. Because when you lose three games by that close of a margin, it's, it, could, it could really mean anything. It could mean that you can't finish off a game, or you just played a really good team and got unlucky on some of the crucial plays, and then... 80 degrees, having a short rotation kind of helps, but very, very, very top-heavy, very good starting group for that team. So they should go pretty deep into the playoffs, I would think. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the we the people already looked a little rough on paper with the team they drafted. So it was definitely going to be like, maybe they're not going to be as good as uh, they normally would. Uh, I mean, they weren't going to be as good because of, you know, the team they drafted and then maybe having some people that haven't played in a couple seasons or, you know, availability or something, right? So uh, definitely really close most the first two games by one cap, and then the last one by three. Uh, I mean, it shows they won some half, so who knows what could have been the problem or the issue here. But uh, the eighty degrees team only had what five people show up, or six, because it was noise. 
T-Swift. Uh, hell yeah, traps in, button. That's five. And then did Corsella, Robiny. Okay, okay. And Robiny set up. So, I mean, they got a solid team overall. I think the offense is really good, obviously. Probably the best one, like best three-man rotation now. Uh, so they got a lot of firepower there, which obviously helped to uh, help keep the flag in base and get a lot of chances to cap. Uh, we the people had rig on defense, who's actually good on B team, but uh, I think the their without their uh their offense probably wasn't getting out as much. Or actually, no, they were getting out a decent amount, but it was probably pups or something or just mistakes that cost them. Some caps, which eventually gave get got them the loss, but uh, I mean, so far looking at uh the stats, Axel's been uh, doing pretty well on offense as a rookie. Uh, so you know, hopefully he keeps it up. Obviously, he's raw, so maybe he has some stuff to work on, but they should be fine. Uh, the defense looked a little rough, so maybe they will have to do some. Uh, lineup changes for the defense or maybe even trades to see if that can fix anything. So, I mean, I don't know. 80 degrees look fine so far. And just we the people look a little rough, so maybe they got to do something about it. But good games overall. And, you know, I think they'll get better as the season goes on. All right. Final matchup of the week. LBT versus Capoeiras. Um... LBT getting the two out of three, but two very close games where they won, winning game one, five to four, winning game two, ten to nine. Capillaries storming back on game three, winning by a score of ten to three. Oof. So pretty, pretty uh, polarized results. Um, maybe it's due to the fact that uh, LBT had one of some like a week of lineup in, they had this Zach 32 guy who was just some random pubber in for both of those halves, so maybe that was why they lost, but look, I, I, I didn't watch the game, so I don't I didn't I don't really know what caused that uh collapse to happen, but also worth noting that Capillaries were missing the their best player in Ducky due to internet problems, so without without her on the team and them still doing this well was a very, very strong result for them. Uh kinda of surprised honestly. I I mean LBT was actually maybe not. I'm pretty sure I called this to be a a two out of three win for LBT. Maybe I called it to be a sweep. I don't really remember. But mm. Kapler is showing once again, like on eighteen, that they aren't actually terrible and they do have a Solid chance of at least making it into the playoffs. I wouldn't. I don't think either of their teams will make it past the first round of the playoffs just yet. But who knows? Maybe with that that trade, getting Swiss instead of Hibana's upgrade, in my opinion. And we'll we'll have to see what happens there. But one notable notable thing I'm looking at just from the stats is this guy snakes for LBT. Had an insane week, finishing second in returns, uh, 13th in prevent, not that good, but also get, having pretty good offensive stats, 415 holds, 4 caps, giving him the 
9.55 TGAF, which is very, very strong week for this guy who I thought was just some random nobody that wasn't going to be useful. Uh, you did have you did have Clue 3 show up for LBT, only playing 20 minutes. He he is restricted to 70 on the season due to his uh, sign-up comment, so I don't think he's impacted the game that much, really. And, yeah, LBT showing that they do have a solid starting lineup. I know that that second defender gave me a lot of question marks, but Snake's showing that he is, he's a very solid player, and their offense did okay, but pretty good totals on Thicket especially. So, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, this is probably going to be a close matchup. Teams, uh, you know, uh, I mean, both, you know, Vigil or Hibana, as people know, Vigil and Hibana here, um, you know, usually, uh, as usual, was going to do pretty well, and he did, having being first in returns, eighth in prevents, and then his teammate, who was his teammate? I don't even know. But, uh, yeah, I don't even, Red Kill Tiger? Oh, he's not even on the leaderboards. Hmm. But anyways, uh, I mean, they still did, uh, Fine, right? Or did he get swept? No. Okay. I mean, the first two games to have were close, so maybe they had like uh their top four in, and then maybe like some best players for both sides of the, for both teams. So definitely came close and stuff. Um, Corman is actually pretty good on offense. Um, and uh, Laser Pig did Laser Pig play eight uh defense or offense? Ah, okay. We he had some pretty good two way stats though, I'm not gonna lie, from what with the minutes he had, so you know, he's a definitely solid player. Um and then Clue showed up surprisingly. Not that he wasn't able to or wasn't gonna be available, but he did come up. Did uh Black Magic play? Garrett for Linux. Yeah. I don't think he did. Maybe even Wiggly Pilly didn't show up too. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think this team did pretty well. Definitely close. Cavaliers also had some solid uh, players, but uh, really weird uh, series, I guess you could say. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just the first week. Both teams will get better as the season goes on. I already think Crowman will do good on though. And Laser Pig's a solid two way ball, so. Whenever they need him, like he can be there, and yeah. But uh, oh yeah, actually now since actually we'll talk about this in the previews. But yeah. Okay. I mean, cool series. Okay, on to week two's previews. Maps this week are Willow and Sugar Hill. First game of the week is LBT versus Young Hotties. Young Hotties. With that new lineup, like we've been talking about, uh, maybe Havana and Naga D could be the case. And then LBT 
coming off that split last week. Kind of a disappointing result, in my opinion, but maybe their new week, they've had more time to play together, so maybe they'll they'll have a, a better result. Um, I don't know what to predict here, honestly. Um, if they end up playing Hibana on A-team, I think that I mean, I think it'll be a split either way, honestly. I think these teams are just too even. Um, Freak isn't league-breaking, as we saw last week. Um, and Young Hotties may not be second-place good, especially if they have Vonin. If Not the significant downgrade if they end up doing that, but still up in the air what ends up happening with that yeah. team. And then on the LBT side, kind of an opposite of what I had expected. Defense doing better and the offense doing worse. So if the offense can play up to how good they should be, then we're going to have a pretty powerful team on LBT because their defense is showing that they aren't actually that bad. They're average, maybe above average. So I don't know, it seems like a pretty even matchup going both ways. So, uh, I don't think either team is good enough or bad enough to, to sweep or get swept, so I'll call a split and I think that that's what that's what we will see. A pretty even game, that two close games and each team takes one, I guess. Alright, um Sugar Hill and then what Willow Tail. Which are what? Well, it's one of pretty fast-paced if you know how to play it. Kinda. It's like medium. Yeah. yeah eh. And then Sugar Hill is like also meh, right? Kind of slow-paced, actually. Yeah, slow. It's like a middle-slow type of thing. Yeah, because it's like pretty big and stuff. But anyways, uh, two good maps, but uh, the matchup, Land Before Time is Young Hotties. Uh, young Hotties with the new land up here, so Mike Trout. I'm assuming Mike Trout drinks one offense and then Vigil or Hibana the oh Naga defense. So uh if the defense um he's playing as they did last season, you know, keeping the flag in base and stuff, uh maybe might be slightly worse than a Mike Trout Naga defense. So it should probably still hold it its own. Um it should probably, you know, do pretty well. And then the offense of Jason and Mike Trout obviously is gonna be better than how last week's performance was. Um, though be the LBT defense already shown that they were good, and then the offense obviously like has the potential to be good, but didn't do as great as expected. And you know sometimes the people don't exactly mesh well like uh, quickly. Sometimes it takes time for them, and then they eventually start doing better and better. So, uh, you know, maybe that's the case for the LBT offense. But uh, I think right now with LBT's result from last week, um, I think they should be able to take the split here. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to win uh, Willow. Actually, I'm going to say they're going to win Willow 2 and then Young Hotties take Sugar Hill. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how the games go, and, uh, I'll definitely say it's going to be a close series. 
Alright, next up is 80 Degrees versus LST. Uh, I think this is not going to be close. 80 Degrees playing very well last week against Weed the People, which is one of the better teams, and LST not very inspiring performance against my team. I don't think there's very much analysis to do here. I think that 80 degrees is just going to kill these guys by like five or six caps on both games. In some days, just too strong on O. Big Brother, the solid partner for him. And that defense can put up a lot of prevent, which my, which my defense, which me and Cat kind of struggled to do a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Or at least from the standpoint of statistics, we were kind of low in uh, prevent. So. I just think I just think there's no way that LST has enough has the ability to generate nearly enough caps or the ability to stop most of uh eighty degrees as opportunities to have a chance in this game. So eighty degrees gets the easy sweep here is my prediction. Alright. Uh, that's fair, that's fair. Um yeah. I mean it's I don't know. Our I think we're keeping the same lineup. Um so yeah, there's that. Um, I don't think I don't know. We've been uh struggling uh recently. So at least last week yeah, we struggled a bit against you guys. And uh, I think I don't know if it's like just a one night thing or if it was just an off night or what. But um, I think you know hopefully we could do better than last week tonight and uh. Uh, you know, just hopefully we show some kind of uh competition and at least take the split here. But uh, with eighty degrees, the way they played uh last week and played really well, even though it was we the people a good uh Nooper team, even though they missed one of their players, we're missing one of their players that played in the Nooper. Uh, I think uh we will still probably get wept, but I want to go. That's probably like the logical thing, but I'm gonna go with us getting the split because I think we're capable of doing good enough to take a split here. Though it's gonna be pretty close. Um, but yeah, 80 degrees look dominant, and we'll probably actually lock it down on defense and offense. But we'll see. Hopefully, I believe my team to get a split here. Yeah, basically what you're saying is if this was any other team, you'd call it a sweep, but you don't want to hate on your team, so you're going to call it a split. Got it. Well, not just that, because I, is... I know we have the potential <laughs> to actually get a win. All right, next matchup is uh, Capillaries versus Puppet Capsters. Teams that had a decent, had a very good week from... Uh, comparing to my expectations for them last week. Uh, I think that Puppet Capsters is just very, very strong. Um, Unit Conman seems to be functioning very well together, having a similar style of play, and that causes uh, opponents to have a very tough time getting out of base on them. And then that offense has... It's tougher than most people may think to to be able to stop and slow down. So I think that Puppet Capsters has enough firepower on both sides of the ball. I think that uh, they'll be able to 
get out pretty easily against uh Burton Bort and Dwarf who aren't that good aren't that strong at prevent according to last week's statistics and I trust that Con Man unit can shut down Real Duck and uh Irony obviously not having very little time to gain chemistry together since the trade like just happened. So I think Puppet Casters does end up getting the the sweep here and the games will be kinda close, but like not really. I think maybe it'll be like one game they win by two or three and the next game they win by like five or six, kinda what happened kinda like what happened last week for them against BCC. Hello. Hello. Oh, I think Vic has to go. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here, I'm here. Sorry, I was doing something, so I couldn't mic. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was up? What were we on? Capri, the public capsules. Yeah. All right. Um, there are uh, honestly the trade might honestly help them. I mean, Miss School is good, but uh, they probably just didn't work. He didn't work well with Irony. Uh, but honestly, with public captures have been dominant, both offense and defense. Definitely their defense, I know for sure, will be dominant for this whole season consistently. So uh, they'll definitely shut down uh, the Irony and Real Duck offense, uh, I think, for most of the night. So. This should be able to give their offense opportunities to grab a lot more. And uh, with uh, Burt and Dwarf Fortress as the defense still, it might. Uh, they, they're they going to get a lot of chances out. I mean, or more. It's going to not be as hard, obviously. Uh, I mean, maybe Burt and Dwarf, and Dwarf have gotten better chemistry or worked out some way to uh, keep the flag in base more or, you know, have better defense. But. I think they'll struggle against uh, Quang and uh, PK, especially with last uh, week. So uh, I think uh, Puppet Casters take the sweep here. Capillaries might uh, be close to winning uh, Sugar Hill, but I think they're going to get swept here. Puppet Casters just been really good overall. So, yeah. All right. Next game is Manipulation Station versus Bohemian Capsule. Uh, a lineup questions for both teams here. Will Active end up playing A team because he's gotten his internet fixed, or will they keep the same A Dog Gilly lineup? Pro- that's probably the best move, honestly. A Dog Gilly think- seemed to work very strongly last week. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it for now. Uh, Gilly and A Dog. And then on the other side, will Poet be benched? Will Nipple be called up? Still, some still a question to uh, that we need to answer. But two teams that had different results last week. But I don't know. I think their overall level is kind of similar. Um, I think that uh, BCC's offense may struggle a bit against Potato Chip and. Uh, Ding that mostly potato chip, but 
if they Rick and Prime they've played together a lot, so if they, then they're they're good like like strategists, so if they can figure out how to simply block out potato chip and abuse Dingbat one v one one v one, I think they'll be able to have a chance of getting out. But I, I do trust uh BCC's defense to I I mean more if they call up nipple. Still a solid amount if they call a po. I still think that they will do pretty well against the A Dog Gilly offense. I trust Perpetualist to be able to solo Gilly in some situations, which a lot of people struggle with. And whoever his partner is will be able to keep A Dog out in. keep A Dog handled. So I think that last week's votes can't be ignored. But I also still trust BCC to bounce back a little bit more after losing five to one, and I don't think, and I and I I don't think that manipulation station will be able to to get the sweep here. I predict it'll be a split, <clears throat> but I still think manipulation station is better, so I'll give them a four to two split. They. <coughs> They they win in regular time on one map, and then they lose in overtime on the other map. So they pick up four points on the week, BCC getting two. Seems like the most reasonable prediction, in my opinion. Alright. Um, Nips versus BCC. Nips after having a strong week last season, and BCC having the... Rough uh week, um, I mean, I I mean, should we just predict that they're gonna pick nipple up or they're gonna leave him on B and then I don't know. Uh, maybe I can try to find some of their uh taco EUs from their scrims from previous nights. Yeah. All right. Why did I'll talk? Keep talking. Um, I mean, the Nips, their defense and offense looked really good. I mean, definitely the offense is super grabby, so. Uh, the Perpetualist, who's actually kind of a bot, <laughs> might solo them a lot and could uh, give BCC opportunities to be out past two or uh, past the uh, past one or two a uh, good amount of time. So, um, yeah, I mean... The Nips have been dominant with pups and stuff, especially P chip. So uh as long as uh uh if the Nips just keep doing what they're doing, obviously play a little safer with their grabs and no one to grab a little more. I think they should be able to take the sweep here. But if Bohemian Cap City uh, you know, plays well obviously, and then um uh, if Perpetualist can actually um solo Gilly or A Dog a lot, then uh this team actually has a chance to get take a split, uh, take uh, a game here and get the split. But I'm predicting Nips take a sweep here, and um, the Bohemian Cap City has a chance to take the game. But I'm going with the Nips sweep here. Looking at the tech we use from their scrims, they've just played intras all all the time, so it's impossible to tell what the lineup is going to be. Mm. So yeah. Alright, last game of the week for a team is my team versus We the People. Um, We the People will have rig tonight, 
and my team may be missing Catalyst for the first half, so in that case we'll play with Larson as my D partner. We may we may have him for the full time. I'm not really sure what time he gets home from his uh softball umpiring job, but Wait, you don't I thought you were gonna have Ralph Wiggum on the team. If... Well, no, because we can't he lives in Northwest Canada and we're playing on New York and Atlanta, so that's not really possible. He, <laughs> he would have like hundred and twenty things, so it's like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rough. So yeah, I'm not I'm never gonna predict my team to not sweep, so my team's gonna sweep here. But uh they got rigged though and the team. Yeah, I mean uh, <laughs> it is it is more scary with Riggin, but I still have trust in my team's offense. Uh we got ditched last night during for A team scrim, so we just ended up entering with our B team, which meant I have to play against my A team's offense. They are really, really good. Very hard to keep that flag in base when it's Zion and After coming against you. Uh if, if they maybe a little too grabby at some point, then against Homie that may be an issue, but if they, assuming they can realize that and not just endlessly run into the flag tile, they will be able to get out pretty easily. I think that they, both of them, can juke Homie, and if not, they know they're smart enough to be able to work together to block out Homie and get out of base. So I do have a lot of trust in them, and uh, no matter, assuming I'll be with I'll be with Catalyst for most of the game, if not all of the game, and even for the few times that I have to play with Larson, I still trust that our defense can keep the flag in base. Circle is not good at all, um, so assuming that we can we just focus in on yeah, we'll be able to contain them. Not swipe, which I know is a tough concept for me at points, but if if we stay cool, calm, and collected like we did last week, I have a lot of confidence in our defense to keep the flag in base and prevent them from just having get, getting constantly past us. Our prevent numbers weren't that good, so they may they may have a more hold than ideal, but as long as we stay ahead and don't make any really dumb plays, I think I don't think it'll be much of an issue. And I think even with Reagan, it'll be a little tougher, but I trust Catalyst and the entire squad to continue to win power-ups, and that will give us even more opportunities. So it will be a way more stressful and closer game than last week's game against your team, but I still think my team will take the sweep. Uh, that's a little bold out hearing from you, especially when they got they actually got the full Nooper squad back together for this week. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I think it could definitely be close, good games, but once it's one wait what server are you guys going to play on Atlanta, new york but okay yeah well now it's because it's eastern servers homie and uh yeah won't struggle with ping and all so uh this should be good and then rig's gonna be back this week so 
the Nooper squad is back together. Um, honestly, I definitely think um, it's going to be close, but I think with what we know so far, uh, I think We the People has the edge. But you guys could take a split here, take a game. Um, I think, I think Sugar, you guys will probably, hmm, honestly think you guys will take uh Willow too, and then we the people will take Sugar Hill. Um, but yeah, I think if, if it is uh, if it is a split, that's probably more likely. Yeah. But I think they will have the edge too. Sweep if it happens, but I almost call it a uh, split between you guys. And uh, I mean, as long as you guys keep doing what you're doing, then you should be able to take Willow. But you also got to probably be a little more aggressive than yeah. usual. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um. To B team, we'll go backwards. My team versus Read the People. Uh. Two were at the bottom of the standings, but I don't think we are the two worst teams. Um, my team is going to have a bounce back week. Um, we've been we reviewed last week's game a bunch of times with various people, so everyone knows like what what mistakes to look out for. I played with them a lot last night because we did inches for most of the night, and I think they looked pretty solid. Ralph Wiggum and Dolph and Gospel, our, our defense was very, very locked down against my our offense. And even then, our B-team offense was... They, they, were, play, they were playing mostly intelligently. Um, I think that overall, our team just has better mechanics and will end up with better decision making also. I, I trust people like Larson and King Troll and Ralph and really everybody to to be able to not make a lot of bad plays and to use their mechanical advantage in order to to roll on the caps and with a weed the people team that wasn't able to get any victories last week, also losing Rig and Replacing him with Prow Prow, who's just like a normal, above average B team defender. Nothing like really special. I th- I think my team w- will take the sweep here. I I just I have I have a lot of confidence in my team, like I always do. But I I really do think that going up against one of the weaker teams, my team will be able to capitalize on our opportunities and get the sweep here. So, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, think you have the better uh, starting for and the depth, obviously. And then, um, I mean, with the people had Rake, who I think is better than Prow Prow, and you know, obviously more experienced. Um, but if it's since Rick's playing a team rig, I mean, it's gonna be proud. Proud, I'm gonna go D, and then I'm assuming around Hexfall XOO with Corso as the third option, and then for defense, who's the defense third option for defense? 
um, on with people court. <laughs> God, I don't even know. Mueller. Probably. Oh yeah, Mueller yeah. Mueller. And then. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I mean, they got pretty good depth too, but I don't think their top four is as strong as uh yours. So, I honestly think you guys will take two out of three at least um, against them, and they'll probably sneak one win. Uh, but uh, you guys will take uh, have any other mistakes if you do have any, and uh. I think you guys will do pretty well on defense and uh, offense for sure. Uh, and you know, honestly, think King Cruel is probably going to pop off this week from how he's been playing. So yeah, uh, I think you take two out of three here. Both on uh, actually, I don't know which match, but you'll take two out of three. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is Manipulation Station versus Bohemian Capsidy. And both teams had a good week last and well Manipulation Station only took one out of three, but played very well in all three games, BCC getting the narrow win on um Public Captors. So two teams that are pretty strong. Um a lot of questions for Manipulation Station, mostly about their rookies. How will Doctor Firestorm Young Geezer, Smoji, Zumi. Well, I keep saying this. Zumi's not really a rookie, but he kind of plays like one. And he hasn't. He only has like one or two full seasons, you know, total. So, and then also how how much can Lamachon play? They do have a ten fifteen default start time, which is very strong for Lamachon. So assuming that they can get him in for. 30 to 40 minutes. It will be three very close games. Uh, I don't think that one team has a significant edge over the other. A very strong starting three, or like starting core for uh, BCC with Poet, maybe, maybe Nipple, maybe Poet, who knows. And then Luke Mu, Logistic Map, also Jur32, and Cell have been playing very strongly, and their depth options aren't terrible either, so... I I like Bohemian Cassidy here with the 2 out of 3. They're not good enough, they don't have enough talent to beat a team that has Lamatron active, Dr. Firestorm, and Steez all on it, but I do like their overall lineup better than Manipulation Station's lineup. Assuming active stays on B team here, so I think we'll have three close games, but BCC will end up taking two out of three just because they're they have better depths, more experience, and their starting four are mostly even. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, the both teams have really strong top three uh the top three players so definitely be gonna be pretty close but I think um as you said because um Nip's got like a lot of raw players like rookie players uh it might cost him a game at the very least. Uh 
Uh, BCC has players, maybe like one or two rookies, but the rest are like have played at least one season or two. So they uh, got some experience. And I think uh, BC, eh? What is the match? Willow and Trigger Hill? I mean, as a, if Llama can't show up for like at least two games or one game, that's going to uh, hurt them a bit. Um, I'm going to say. The Nips take two out of three. I know this is bold, but I think they have the capability of taking two out of three here. Um, I believe in the rookies to be able to step up here, but I think it's going to be really close. And um, the Bohemian Cap City has a chance to take two out of three, but I think the edge goes to Nips. And uh, yeah. Bold predictions coming from Victor Messi. Victor Messi, yeah. No, it will will probably be a struggle, Mm -hmm. but I think they have it. Next game is Capleers versus Papa Capsters. Um, Capleers will probably have Ducky back for this week. I think she's fixed her computer inter- internet issues or power Wi-Fi or whatever. So that is a very significant upgrade. Uh, playing with a new lineup, Ibana out, Swiss in. Probably an upgrade for that defense, so makes them even more scary and seeing as they did get one out of three, and played very well in the two games they lost against an LVT team that isn't that bad, but not that good. Very, mm-hmm. very, this team is could be very strong. Um, will be very telling week for them, for sure. And then on the other side, Puppet Capsters in a battle last weekend. BCC back and forth, having very strong depth options. So, I think their depth options were Jelly Rat, Smalley, Quib. I like that better than, you know, the Capillaries have, like, some dude called Kolmogorov or something. They mm-hmm. have uh, XYZ. They have, they've, they have a few other players that I'm currently forgetting that I'm not, that didn't play, like, that well. Um, mm-hmm. they, they have, where is this roster? Sorry, I suck. Who isn't, who is just like another random depth guy. That dude is actually pretty good though, actually. So he, he'll be fine. Yeah. And then, and so overall I need to make a prediction. So <laughs> I like, I like puppet captures here. I still don't have a lot of faith in the Capillaries team. I don't know why, I just... That offensive spheroid omnivore doesn't really strike fear into my heart, and I think that they'll really be shut down by Karamat, Carl, and whichever one of those two-way balls, two-way depth players that Papa Captives has ends up playing D. And yeah. um, I, I, I trust Slob, and I trust Gromit to be able to get out of the pace on... Ducky and Swiss and Red Kill Tiger, so it should be a pretty close series. I think I've said that for all of them, but this one especially will be will be close, will be exciting to watch. But somebody is twenty two out of three, and I think it'll be Puppet Capsters just due to better depth and I still trust their starting four more, but Capillaries definitely aren't going to get swept. They aren't that bad. But still can't predict them to win the series. 
Yeah, um, I don't know. I think this is definitely going to be a close matchup. I mean, I think um, Puppet Captures will probably bounce back here uh, this week. So, um, I think they're going to take – it's going to be a close match. It could either it could go either way for two out of three. But, um, you know, just because it's really close, I'm going to say it's going to be like they each take one game and then they're going to – one of the other – one of the three games will go in overtime, and uh, I'm gonna go with Puppy Capsters taking the overtime win. So they're gonna take what seven out of nine? No, right? No, five. No. Five out of four. Five out of four. Right. Five out of nine. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five four, and um, yeah, it's just probably gonna be one of the closest matches this season, uh, this week on B Team. So. Um, I mean, I definitely think the defense is probably going to be better now since they have Donkey back and then Swiss is already traded. Um, and then Puppet Capture should uh should be uh set to go this week because they're probably more prepared and have chemistry. So yeah, I'm gonna have called Puppet Capture take two out of three here. I think they could do it. All right. Uh, next is 80 Degrees versus LST. Uh, the two top teams in the standings, I think. Yeah, they are. So, 1v2. Week 2 star-studded matchup here. Will be very exciting one to watch. Another close matchup. Uh, all the matchups are close this week, really. So, it'll be a game of... One, how many bench players show up for both teams? Will LST have only five people show up? Will it be their top five again? Or will people like Nath, Stink, Redcoat, will they? Will any of them show up? And then on the other side, will... I, I don't even know who who the bench players on that team are, to be completely honest with you. Uh, you know, I know they've Robiny, they have uh, Corinth, who didn't play last week. And they also have pay to win who can't play at all. So it'll be a pretty low amount of total players showing up for both teams, I believe. So that may be the deciding factor on who ends up taking the series. Overall, I I, I don't know. It's very, very tough to make a call here. LST is a very strong team, very low amount of mistakes, and they know how to capitalize off of other teams' mistakes. But they also aren't like mechanical gods or anything. They're just like very solid players. And I don't know Are you if, about my team? Yeah, and I don't know if that's enough to Bro. defeat such a, a very strong team with Button, T-Swift, Noise, Traps, and Hell yeah. It it'll be really close. Um, so somebody has to win two out of three. Eighty degrees. Yeah. I I think wins two out of three just because they have more upside, and I still think that they won't make that many dumb plays like my team did last week. So yeah, but it'll it'll probably be a five to four type of thing where eighty degrees gets a win and an overtime win. And a regular loss, so I'll give them yeah. five to four victory, but still very close and exciting series. Like literally every series is going to be <laughs> this week. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, I don't know, man. Honestly, we might be, uh, I don't know, our players, deaf players haven't really been, uh, Stink's going to miss a week. Red coat. I don't know if Red Coat's probably going to make it or not because his laptop's on delivery. And then uh, Nas said he'll show up, but he's been in my the past two days, so. Or at least yesterday he was AFK, so I don't know what's up with him. And then um, I believe Scrap's going to be busy on tomorrow night, like Wednesday, so we might not have him. But I'm not quite exactly sure. That's a big loss if he comes to show one of your only defenders. Yeah, and um, I mean, I don't know. I think... Because 80 degrees has a really good defense and offense. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, definitely probably going to be a challenging defense. Um, Wait, who is it again? For what, the other team? Yeah. It's hell yeah, Traps and mostly. Maybe Button, maybe T-Swift. Also Robney okay. on the bench. All right. And I, I think... I mean, it's a really good team overall, like solid. Definitely going to give us a, a good matchup to our series, but I think we'll still be able to pretty pretty well against them. I mean, obviously going to be close, maybe even back and forth at times, but uh, because I'm LST, I'm going to say we get two out of three. Obviously going to be really close, but uh, I'm going to be, uh, say we're going to take a oh, like regular win, like you said. Five four, but um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Definitely uh, gonna be a good matchup because we both have good O and D. Mm -hmm. So yeah. All right, and the final game of the week: LBT versus Young Hotties. Um, Young Hotties is a new lineup, as we've mentioned like five times already. Joe, <laughs> Joe Hobo, Mystical, Tinderfella, Deptonic, Frodo, and then who knows how many of Ray, Choco, and Rain will show up. Maybe well, Rain? Went to I think, Rain, I think Rain, Rain, Rain was the only one of those three that showed up last week, though. If, they, uh -huh. if all three of those somehow show up, this team may struggle to get a majority of wins here. But assuming that doesn't happen and it doesn't seem likely that like all three would come in the same week and when you have an LBT team who will have uh, Garrett back since it doesn't look like he played last week maybe we just missed it but and then clue three probably won't end up playing who the hell knows honestly because he's only able to play 70 minutes and he already is 20 so I don't know if they'll like save that or if he can't play Anyways, or what the situation will be there, but assuming he can't make it, it will be. I do like Young Hotties more here. Um, LBT does so does have some solid players. That snakes guy, very strong statistical week. Is it a fluke? Who knows? Is are the stats lying to us, or is, is he actually bad? Probably not. And then that all offensive laser and crow man still very solid on B team, but you also have people like that Zach thirty two dude, Wiggly Piggly, 
who knows if he can make it this week. Homer J is decent as a as a fist ball, but overall, I mean, unless you get three out of three of Rain Choco Ray 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 Rain Choco <laughs> showing up. <laughs> Oh, for young hotties, I I just I just think that the, the top of that lineup is too good. Joe Hobo, Tinder, uh, Mystical on B, it's kind of insane, especially since they're a Toronto team. Deptonic and Frodo, that's a very strong lineup. So, I'm gonna say that young hotties wins the series seven to two total points. So they win two regular games. And they lose one in overtime, just like what your team did to mine last week. I think mm. they're, they're, that, that, the starters are just too good. Can they win every game? No, probably not, because LBT still a solid players. Then, but I, I just like Young Hotties top talent too much. Seven to two is yeah. the final prediction. I mean, I don't know. Did LBT? What did LBT do yes last week? Did uh, they, they win two they out of three? Two out of three. Okay. And then Young Hotties won two, two out, out of three? three. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I definitely Young Hotties have the better talent, I think. But the Land Before Timers have the smart players that know what they're doing and play really well, so. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be close, to be honest. But I think with Mystical on the team, instead of a... Uh, who was it? Swiss. Yeah. I think the offense got an upgrade. And... Uh, well, who played with Tinderfella? Swiss. Oh, the tonic. Swiss. The tonic and Swiss. Kind of. Swiss okay. made both. Okay. I mean, I honestly think... uh. Tinder Mysticals obviously better is the upgrade compared to the Diptonic uh, and Swiss uh, offense pairing. So uh, I think they'll do really good um, offense-wise. Defense, they should lock it down. The Amber for Timers have a good offense than defense, but they'll probably struggle against uh, with Mystical now and be in B team. So I think they will lose a uh, They'll lose two out of three and just only take one here. But uh, uh, it'll, it'll be a pretty good matchup. But I think the Young Hotties get the edge here and take two out of three with the trade. All right. Well, I think that does it. Um, We've gone through everything. Anything else you want yeah. to say before I kill it? Um, Yeah. Uh, Jarvis, uh, bad. No, you. All right. See